Hello and welcome back to the Brits Guide to the NFL podcast. Zach, how are you doing, mate? You're not too bad, mate. How are you? Good, good. Christmas coming up. You excited? A week away. Yeah, Can you believe it? No, it flies by December, doesn't it? And then we're back to back to square one again. It's been a strange old year and uh, Christmas has just come back pretty quickly and before we know it, it'll be all over. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably try and get a Christmas episode in next week, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that should be good. Um, maybe um, take the foot off uh, the NFL and maybe just give it a bit of a general chat, get yeah. some drinks in, yeah. see what see what ends up. Yeah, definitely. Um, big episode last episode, Yarn. What an insightful chat that was. To be fair, yeah, some information they come out with were just unbelievable. I mean, to have someone like that with stories, you know, storing that kind of information and. Anything, anything, anything we asked him, we were, we were happy to talk. I think we, we could have asked him one question and he'd have talked for an hour about it. So, um, yeah, some really good stuff that came out of that. I found it really interesting. Yeah, big up, aren't yeah, I mean, I didn't realise um, he worked in the media since he was like 18 or whatever. Mm. And then he got into the Wembley media, he went into the locker rooms at yeah. NFL games. I think that was a thing that he put, talked about as well, weren't it? That the media in, in American sports in general is so much more inclusive with sports teams than it is in England. In mm. in England, you 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 want to talk to a player, it's like you've got to go through clubs and you've got to you you've got to brief them with questions. Whereas American sports are happy to include media in it, and I think I think you said it. Then there's, there's no personality in English sport really. Yeah. Um, whereas in America, you go over and there's you know there's there's multiple in in the same team. Yeah, well, you only have to look at like football and cricket and stuff like that, and it's just it's just so far behind American sports. Like, I, I don't know whether it's a case of media, like you were saying, um, or whether it's it, of course it's not the sport itself because pe- people find different sports, you know, interesting in that. But it's just I don't know. It just seems so far behind American American sports. I don't know if that's a broadcasting issue or I don't know. I think it's, I, I, I can't really comment too much on American media because I, I don't really watch it or read it or, or anything like that, really. But when you, when you look at English media, English media thrive on failure. All they want mm. is, 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 a, is a big sports star that's done something wrong or or uh, or gone against the grain or something like that, and they can't wait to put you on the front page and rip into you. So I think there's always a little bit of mistrust in, in big sporting organisations, in England especially. Um, it doesn't seem like there's that in America, but just I think organisations are quite protective over their employees, which I think they're right to do. So I think it's a yeah. you know me, media are well known over here for hounding people to to uh, to put them on their front pages and and, and make them make them out as a bad character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, today, do you want to give a little run through what we're going to do today? Yeah, just similar to last week discuss um, the, the, the games this weekend, give a little preview and a, and a prediction at the end. Um, we should probably scrap the predictions. Yeah, we've changed it slightly. We're going to try and keep it a bit shorter and yeah. possibly sweeter. Depends how it goes. Yeah, um, Predictions weren't great last week. Well, mine weren't. Yeah, some of them were questionable. Um, uh, my, my best bet actually, actually won. Uh, yours got destroyed. Mine, mine were annihilated. Yeah, so that were that were interesting. Yeah, we're going to try and um, sort of reduce the amount of statistics. I, fe- I felt that we we went slightly overboard, maybe a bit eager last week. Um, so we're just going to try and keep it a bit shorter and sweeter. Do you want to kick us off? 
Yeah, so first one I've looked at is Washington and Seattle. Uh, Seattle had obviously a comfortable win over the Jets. Um, I didn't really know how to quantify that game, really, because I didn't expect the Seahawks to win so comfortably. But then again, I wasn't exactly shocked when they did. Um, past defence was a bit worrying for the Seahawks in sort of the early to middle part of the season. Uh, that's improved recently. Um, but then again, you can't really look too much into the opponent because it's been against the Jets, Eagles and Giants. No offence, Callum. I know you are a big fan of the Eagles, no. but... Uh, I'm sure you can understand. Um, Alex Smith and Antonio Gibson haven't practiced this week. Uh, they're a doubt, I believe. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, um, not great at all, but showed some decent stuff against uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Washington have got a bit of a problem at quarterback, um, so that could that could give Jamal Adams a decent opportunity to exploit. To exploit. Uh, he's had 8.5 sacks, uh, which is a single season record, I think, for a defensive back. Um, I think keep it nice and brief. I've quite a fancy the Seahawks, but uh, I'd, I'd be inclined to take Washington at plus six. I think over Seattle plus minus six. six. Yeah, I was just going to ask what the um, the point spread was. So it's Washington plus six. Yeah. So I think I'll take Washington plus six over a minus. Yeah, it's quite surprising um, mm. when you consider the way Washington have played. You know, beating the Niners, um, beat the Steelers. Um, it's a pretty important game, to be fair, when you consider um, Washington at top of the NFC East. Um, you know, I, I mean, when you look at that division, it's you know it's been slated um, this this year for being um, you know terrible. Um, but I mean, most of the teams in there um, maybe take out the Cowboys. I don't think they've got much of a chance considering they've got a pretty tough schedule uh, left. But, you know, the other three teams are right in it. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah, very entertaining. So, I, yeah, I think, I, yeah, just to reiterate there, I'll just take uh, the, 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 the plus six on Washington over the minus six. But then again, I do fancy Seattle just maybe not by um, such a big margin. Mm. Ron Rivera as well. I mean, he's got to yeah. be... Surely up there for coach of the year with what yeah. he's done. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. I agree. Um, a lot of people were shocked to see him uh, get the sack from the Panthers. Yeah, I've just finished the all or nothing, and the Panthers really enjoyed it actually. Yeah, yeah. No, it were it were a strange decision. Um, but yeah, I think that's just sports in general these days. Is that there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that we don't see, a lot of politics that goes on behind the scenes. But uh, yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely in the running for coach of the season, definitely. Next up, my Philadelphia Eagles at Arizona in the oh, desert. Um, really? Well, I actually feel quite confident about this. Um, I, think, I, think, I think you're right. So I think there's a decent decent atmosphere of positivity now after, after last week and, and with the Jalen Hurts yeah. coming in. Well, I mean, it's funny how we, we speak about psychology and trying to break that sort of, you spoke about it a lot, trying to break that sort of um, never-ending cycle of, of losses. But, I mean, it's funny how, how quick um, sports can turn around, you know, just in a couple of weeks. Uh, everything's looking looking on the up for um, Philadelphia. The Sixers winning in preseason against Celtics and now the Eagles uh, beating the number one defence last week in football. Um, but it is quite um, divisive at the minute, the fan base, which is strange considering we just beat one, you know, arguably the best defence in football. Uh, Carson Wentz fans are claiming that it was it was sort of a one-off game for Hertz. And look, yeah, it, it, it's a very small sample size. We've only seen him for one game. We're going to have to see what he can do consistently. But 
I just don't understand as an Eagles fan you can how you can be annoyed about her you know succeeding and, and leading this team. Uh, yeah, we we can all be annoyed at the pick and and what it symbolised. And I, I just saw it, seen a report before we went on air that um, Jeffrey Lurie is going to keep Howie Roseman, which is baffling. Um, yeah. But you know, there we go. Uh, but you can't be annoyed at Hurts. I mean, he's come in and looks really. He's looked like a natural leader. Uh, Eagles players have come out and said how, how composed and how well he's carried himself on and off the field. Uh, and when you know, it's not a surprise when you when you consider his college career, he's overcome um, large amounts of adversity and failure. Got benched for tour um, in college, and then he came off the bench in a different year to win the championship. So, you know, he's he's very capable to do it. Uh, like we mentioned, he's, he was one of the biggest names in the draft last year. Um, but yeah, for the first time in a while, I'm actually excited about watching the Eagles um, going 17 nothing against the Saints in the first half was pretty big. Um, considering our offense hasn't been great, um, and the Saints have obviously an, uh, an outstanding defense, uh, it should have been twenty as well. Uh, Jay Kelly had missed um, like a twenty, a twenty-two yard field goal, which yeah, is just were. embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what I mean, I don't know what to say about Hurts. What a statement against against such a great defense. Um, he ran for over a hundred yards. Um, he did have one fumble near the end of the game, but it was it was pretty irrelevant. The most important thing I got from that game was that he didn't get sacked once or throw any interceptions, uh, which is sort of a credit to the offensive line as well as himself. Um, Jordan Mylott has been very impressive. Uh, but also to Hurts and Doug for the game plan, uh, you know, getting him rolling out of that pocket um, before before it collapsed. And this is the thing that, that really struck me as quite intriguing because... Um, you know, a lot of Eagles fans are saying, why didn't Doug sort of cultivate this game plan for Carson um, instead of leaving him? It, it, I mean, it was, also, it was almost like a recipe for disaster, leaving him in that pocket. And that's part of why he was so bad. Um, Jalen Rigger uh, looked, looked quite good last uh, last week, made a few players. Miles Sanders, I mean, he's, Miles Sanders are looking um, like an elite running back. Uh, so much potential, 115 yards last week against the Saints. Um, and coming into this week, Arizona rush defense is also pretty average, so I feel like the Eagles probably need to target that. Um, the Eagles bottom of the pack in regards to sacks allowed, but yeah, like I said, Hertz wasn't sacked once. Um, you know, we're going to be t- facing another top pass rush this week. Yeah, pass rush this week. Um, they got eight sacks uh, against Daniel Jones, but I mean, you can probably speak on this more. You you probably watch the Giants more, but I mean. Daniel Jones shouldn't have played last no. week, should he? No. I, I always think that there's something in that is that when they don't practice on a Wednesday or a Thursday or whenever, or depending on when the game is, I just think that whether they're fit or not, it's not always a good idea to to, to, to start them you know, the following weekend if they're not practicing middle of the week. I'm, I'm sure there'll be more people that can, can prove me wrong, but it's just my opinion that I just think if you've not had that that practice, that sort of coherent, you know, run through a game plan in midweek, that you should probably sit out for the weekend or at least wait until you come into the game and then you can sort of adapt um, in the yeah. middle of the game. But yeah, I, I don't think you should have started in the end. Yeah, it was a bit bizarre decision. Yeah. Um, I saw Reddick with uh, five sacks in one game last yeah. week. Um, the Eagles racked up five sacks as well last week again. I mean, I think we can all agree now that Taysom Hill isn't an NFL quarterback. I mean, no. he's, 
a lot of debate over, you know, he's been used for the, uh, he's sort of a utility player. Um, um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's not NFL standard. I don't think he's a quarterback. Um, I am slightly worried about Kyler Murray because he's, he's very elusive. Um, you know, he's not, um, but then again, you know, they, they, they dwell with Taysom Hill, who is sort of a similar player to Kyler Murray. So, I mean, that Kyler Murray and um, D-Hop combination could be quite deadly. Yeah. Eagle secondary is so depleted at the minute. Um, Darius Slay could miss Sunday's game with concussion, the best corner for the Eagles. Um, yeah, it was confirmed this week that Jack Driscoll's season is over after suffering um, an MS, uh, MCL injury. So it's it's a very banged up um, defense right now, but it's you know it's still performing. And Eagles at plus six. I'm gonna I'm gonna back my boys um, and take plus six for the Eagles. Yeah, I can't I can't really argue with that. I just I think you're right. I think we always bang on about this psychology, but you know when when the tide starts to turn, um, you can really start to put a run together. I also think that I think I mentioned last week that. Facing the Saints last week were probably the worst game for for, for the Eagles, mm. but but maybe the best for Jalen Hurts just to see what he's really got against um, a top team and a top defense in the NFL. So I think that he came came for that test really well. He's got no reason to be fearful coming into this. So I I definitely want to argue with taking plus six on the Eagles this week. Yeah, uh, what have you got for us next? I'll get the Jets out of the way now. Just you know, yeah. I, I think you can guess that you know basically the Rams are a mortgage job. If we're going to be honest, um, Jets were absolutely awful last week. There were no positives mm. to take whatsoever. Um, I, 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 I can't. I, it, what did I, it finish that score? Um, I think forty-three. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrible. I mean, was the um, the point spread was something like. Minus sixteen or something, and we both said, you know, they might be able to yeah. cover it, but yeah. nowhere. Um, I I think it, it's probably in in hindsight. I didn't really see that kind of result coming, but I think it, in hindsight, it's the kind of performance and result that you expect uh, when they got beat by the Raiders in in the manner that they did mm-hmm. the week before. So, uh, I think I said on his first on the first podcast that we did that I, I fancy the Jets to probably go. Um, the the entire season without a win. Um, I mm. don't think I'm going to change that opinion now. Um, no, it's looking that way. Definitely not. Definitely not going to do it this week against the Rams. I'd, I'd quite like to be proved wrong, but um, I think like you said before, before I'm not. I'm not too keen on Jared Goff. Um, mm. I, I do like him, but I think you've got to respect what the Rams did last week. The Patriots aren't aren't great. I'll admit that. Um, but it was a very clinical, offensive performance from them last week, and and, and they dominated really from start to finish. Um, so, as as it stands at the minute, uh, it's, it's it's plus seventeen the Jets or minus seventeen the Rams. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> of, I'm not a big fan of taking big spreads like that. But to be honest with you, I can't see anything other than a very very comfortable Rams win. If I'm if I'm going to be honest, uh, I think the Jets are probably just. If they weren't already praying for it, they're just praying for that end of the season now, and just so they can just get away from it all and, and come back and regroup in the new year. So I'm going to take the the Rams minus seventeen, but again, it's not really something that I quite enjoy doing um, playing big handicap. But, but I can't see anything yeah. other than very very comfortable win. The Rams are sort of peaking at a, a perfect time as yeah. well because they they're sort of on a bit of a run now, um, smashing the Patriots, getting the revenge. For the Super Bowl loss, um, yeah, their, their defense is looking looking very good. 
think that's another thing there, you know, putting, putting together wins and going, putting together good performances. It's no good putting them together in September and October. This is now the time when, yeah. when if you're going to make a run and you're going to put some decent, decent performances together, it's now the time to do it. So then you can take that into the Super Bowl. You know, I think we'll come on to the books in a, in a bit, in a bit, but um, the books sort of started the season really well and now they've sort of gone into that little bit of inconsistency. That's not the right time to be doing inconsistent. Doing consistent no. in September, October, and and yeah. sort of bring them them week in week out dominant displays in in November, December, and take them into the playoffs. Cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's certainly not not um a game that I'd probably be betting on this no. week just because of how, how um vast the the point spread is. But um yeah. So moving on to Panthers in Green Bay, uh. Panthers secondary allowed Drew Locke to dominate last week. And this is slightly worrying because Drew Locke is, of course, nowhere near Aaron Rodgers' level. Um, we both love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Showing MVP candidate um, for this sure. year. Panthers' rush defence is subpar. Uh, even though the Packers aren't, aren't um, primarily a running team, Aaron Jones has been quite impressive in the last few weeks. Uh, the Panthers without McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Now I'm not sure if DJ Moore could be coming back this week, which would offer you know another target to Bridgewater. But I mean, the Green Bay is the conference's top seed, and they only have to win two playoff games at home to make it to the Super Bowl, which is crazy. The fact that they can win two playoff games at home, you know, they don't even have to travel. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the Packers have clinched the NFC North and. I said before, I think Green Bay are a Super Bowl contender this year. Um, I think this could be this could be another real showing from Green Bay um, and another great week from Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Um, Carolina allowed four sacks last, last week. Green Bay's pass rush is getting better. Um, and yeah, it's, it's about positioning now for, uh, for Green Bay if they want to be the top seed. So yeah, I'm just going to check the point spread quickly. I believe when I looked earlier, I think it were eight. Minus eight, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I took Green Bay um, minus, was it six and a half last yeah. week against Detroit? Yeah, I think so. They pulled it off. Um, so, yeah, I'd be pretty happy taking minus eight, I think. But then, yeah, Carolina's held it pretty close the last few games, but I feel like Green Bay need this game you know, much more. So I'm going to go with Green Bay minus eight. Yeah, I agree with that. I can't, I can't really argue with that at all. It is we next one. Uh, I'll go Saints and Chiefs again. I feel like I'm sort of, you know, running this Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs bandwagon really. Um, but I, I sort of were a little bit worried about them last week against against the Dolphins. I think that there's there's little bits of of inconsistency creeping into the game. They seem to be struggling to manage games towards the end. That's sort of twice now where they've had big leads mm-hmm. against the the Dolphins and the and the Bucks. And and they've sort of conceded really late on, and 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 then they've sort of been sort of sort of been backs to the wall, um, uncomfortable last you know you know last last sort of quarter when really they've, they've done enough to win the game win the game comfortably, so I'd be a little bit worried of that that they seem to be winning very narrow games when they've been in front. I suppose when you when you've got that tendency to to, to come back and win a game. Um, it's much more praising, but when you're sort of like letting teams back into it, uh, I, I do worry a little bit about that, especially as you start to come up against the better quality of opposition in the playoffs, and then ultimately the Super Bowl. But I, I still think that they're a, they're an outstanding team. Um, 
Mm. The Saints, you know, we've, we've said a lot about them this season that, that you know, they're, oh, how highly I rate them as a defensive team, but they, they sort of blew that all out of the water last week when when, uh, when they got destroyed by the Eagles. Um, is, it, is it too too strong to call it a de- destroy? I don't think so. I think it were uh, a really impressive performance by the Eagles last week against the Saints, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit undecided with this one. Um, I think without with or without Drew Brees on the field, the Saints have still got a really, really strong defence. Um, I suppose, uh, you know, Kelch's, Kelch's work over the middle is going to be really, really valuable to Kansas City, probably more than it normally mm. is. Uh, I think Peyton's got a big decision to make. Um, I think he did either does he bring Drew Brees back and, and try to sort of... Um, rest a, a first round buyback from Green Bay or does he, does he let him get as healthy as he possibly can and and, and likely punt on the game you know I don't know I'm not I'm not, I'm not Sean Payton um, unfortunately I don't know if I want to be at this stage either um, well I don't think I've, I'm not being convinced by either Breeze or Taysom Hill to be honest I think they're in a bit of a tricky space because you know they've got so much talent but you know, you almost feel that they need this sort of franchise quarterback. And of course, Drew Brees has been that for however many years, but this season he's looked cooked. Like he's been struggling to throw the ball. And I just think coming off this, back off this injury, was it a rib injury? Yeah, I think something? So. something stomachy or I mean, chest. He's going to be a bit gun shy. Yeah, he's going to be a bit gun shy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I think. I think at the, at the minute the spread's at, at three, um, I'm, I'm inclined to take the Chiefs minus three. I think it's sort of been priced as though it's going to be another tight game, but I think that the Chiefs have had enough warning shots now in the last in the last few weeks to know that they need to manage games better, see games out better. But um, I certainly won't put anyone off having the Saints plus three either. Really, I, I think it's very much a, a difficult game to call. Um, but but I'm happy to take the Chiefs minus three. I think this weekend. Yeah, I think I'd go with that as well. Yeah, I think something which is underrated about the Chiefs is their. Um, special teams you know sometimes people forget you know they they, they look at offensive defense but sometimes you know you need that special teams unit as well yeah. to make big plays and and that they have done that for uh, for Kansas City um so yeah you know, I mean it's yeah it's, it's hard to bet against Mahomes at this point you know he struggled a bit last week he threw a couple of interceptions but I mean he still he still dominated the game and still still you know dragged his team through it so I think yeah. Dolphins get should get a lot of credit for last week as well. I think everyone sort of for focused sure, yeah. on a little bit of uh, criticizing criticizing the Chiefs for it, but I think the Dolphins this year. I think we've said it enough that last few weeks yeah. that, that how good the Dolphins have been this season, and that you know they're not they're not as easy as as they were sort of priced up last week. For sure, yeah. Um, Detroit um, in Tennessee. Uh, now we we both said that. We, I think we both agree that the lines are pretty horrible this year. Yeah. Um, Derek Henry, the king, came back from from that struggling game that he had against the Browns the week before. Put up 215 yards last week and two touchdowns, which is unbelievable for a running back. Uh, he now leads the league in rushing yards. He's facing a very average um, rush defense in the form of the Lions. Um, yeah, the pass defense is also very subpar. Tannehill. Right, I, like, I actually quite like Ryan yeah. Tannehill this year. I think he's on a bit of a resurgence. Mm. Um, he's, he's been sort of quietly going about his business in quite an impressive way. 
I mean, you've got you've got so many weapons on that Tennessee team. You know, it's so dynamic. You know, you've got the running game in Derek Henry, one if you know, if not the best um, in the league. And then you've got AJ Brown and Corey Davis, who are being both elite um, this year. So yeah, their offense is so sort of flexible and, and dynamic. Yeah. Also, one one thing to note is that uh, Stafford left the game with a rib issue last week, and he didn't return. So that, that is slightly worrying because. Um, well, Greg was talking about how how Stafford was, you know, similar to uh, Mahomes. Uh, he, he does a lot of similar things to Mahomes, but perhaps doesn't get um, as much as the appreciation. Um, so that could be a, a massive blow for them. I'm looking at the money line. Uh, so not money line point spread. Tennessee and minus eleven. That's, that's quite a lot. Uh, I don't know what you think about this. Uh, I'm, I, f- I find it quite difficult to call. But again, it's that thing of, of, of not really being too keen on taking big, big, big spreads like that. I'd, I'd possibly no. lean towards minus eleven uh, for Tennessee, mm. but it's in Tennessee as well. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd probably take the minus eleven, but um, with with no real uh, sort of certainty. Well, would I say that? But uh, yeah, Lions poor last week. Hard to envisage him I getting think worse that- than that. Yeah, I think if Stafford doesn't play, I'd happily take that minus yeah. 11. No, I agree. Uh, what have you got for his next, mate? Uh, Giants versus Browns. Um, Giants horribly let me down last week. Uh, you know, I must admit I did fancy them, but an absolutely horrible performance. Uh, Cleveland showed, showed some decent heart, baffling back from get rid of 14 points second half uh, deficit. Um, they took the lead. Uh, got back into the game, but but then they, they they come up short. They come up short towards the end. Um, they've got a couple of decent games coming up now. The Browns, I think, for them um, against the Giants and the Jets. Again, I'll I'll say that the Jets are a little bit underappreciated this season, but uh, then again, I think the Browns can uh, can could you know can can do something against them. Uh, obviously, the Jets speaks for itself. That's 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 an easy win. Meanwhile, I'm not playing it. You know, I may as well just finish it now. Um, <laughs> you know, Baker Mayfield. We we talked we talked about him last week as well. Uh, he got off to a pretty poor start, but then sort of made some really really big throws to 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 bring the Browns back into it in the second half. Um, again, I've I've said uh, the, the the Giants look really really poor against Arizona, but. You know, that, that was just a week after they, you know, they played so well against the Seahawks. Um, so mm. again, it's a tough one, and you, you talked earlier about the Daniel Jones situation. So um, I'm hoping that this week is in, you know, sort of better condition to to play the match and play the match to the best of his abilities. Because when Daniel Jones plays and he plays well, um, the Giants normally succeed. Um, but I still think that was a very bizarre call last week to start him. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, once again, I I I don't get paid millions a year to make the big decisions. Um, just looking, just looking at the line here, and uh, and I'm I'm not, I'm not really sure which 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 side of the coin I really want to be on this weekend. It's minus six for the Browns and, and plus six the Giants. Um, I, I, I think it it can be difficult when you get two contrasting performances in such a short space of time because you don't really know which form to read into. You know, the the, the Giants have put in two very uh, polar opposite displays in in the last two weeks um against the Seahawks and then Arizona. Uh 
I'm possibly going to lean towards the plus six on the Giants, but uh, then again, it won't be with any degree of certainty because I'm a big fan of Baker Mayfield and it takes, you know, I'm going to say mm-hmm. now, it takes some, takes some real bollocks to, to, to put in a performance like he did last week to drag his team back into it after after such a shaky start. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy to, to sort of, um, to sort of shirk away and, and hide away when you get up to a poor start uh, in, in any elite level sport, but, but he played very well that week. Um, uh, and again, I Lassie. suppose it'll all depend on, on Daniel Jones and, and, and whether Joe Judge um, either risks him if he's if he's off if he's not fit enough or or, or if he's fit enough and he, and he goes with him. I'm, I'm I'm not really too sure, but but the Giants would be my preference at plus six. Interesting, yeah. I think um, Baker Mayfield's such a divisive character. Oh, definitely. As well. um, you know, at, at the start of the season, like I was, I, I said, was it? Um, I don't know whether it was to Greg or Yarny last week. I said I wasn't a big fan of him. I watched this <laughs> compilation on YouTube of Baker Mayfield dropping like pop cultural references yeah. in his interview. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, but yeah, that was pretty hilarious. And you know, he's he's turned up in big games. To be yeah, fair, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that. You know, that's that's probably the best measure of 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 a player in. In any sport, in American football, especially when is when uh, judging them against the best players in the best teams, um, and in the mm. big occasion. So, uh, yeah, I think, like you've said, divisive. Yeah, I think when you look at the Giants' schedule, I mean, I wouldn't be too hopeful if I was no. a Giants fan. You've got you got the Browns and then the Ravens and then the Cowboys. I mean, the Browns and the Ravens, I'd, I'd mark down as two losses for them. I'd, I can't see them beating either the Browns yeah. or the Ravens uh, because of, of, you know, Rave, Rave, Baltimore's on a bit of a um, playoff mode run. They're trying to compete with Cleveland to get that um, spot. So I, I can't see them winning any of them. Giants and Cowboys is a bit of a toss-up, yeah. to be honest. You know, any any of each of them could could win that game. Uh, but you know, when you look at the NFC East, I'd, I'd probably say it was between Washington and um, Philadelphia. Uh, the Eagles have quite an interesting schedule left. Um, but then Washington, I mean, I'm just looking at the Eagles now. They have, where is it? they have the Cardinals, the Cowboys, and Washington. So I mean, it could all, you know, you never know that it could all come down to that last game between the Eagles and Washington. Mm. Which would be crazy, and especially when only a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the fact that you know we thought the Eagles had no chance in the playoffs and they were better off just taking yeah. the L and 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 moving on yeah. to moving on to next year. But um, well, the, this is a tough spot, yeah, because you know it's whether you want to do you want to take that high draft pick. Um, but you know it's always nice to see your team win and do well. Plus, you can take a little bit of confidence you know, was, next season as well if you put together a little run. The Eagles for sure, yeah. Yeah, for sure. If Jalen Hurts takes this team to the playoffs, I mean, there's I don't think there's no way back for Carson Wentz if Jalen Hurts takes this team to the playoffs. Oh, I don't think there's any way back for him anyway, unfortunately for him. But um, yeah. yeah, I think a, a playoff run would, would 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 finish him for sure. There'd be no question. Right, next game. Was it you? I just me? did Giants one, so I think you should. Yeah. Did me? Oh yeah. Uh, we've got Buffalo uh, in Denver. Buffalo have a big win. The Buffalo are looking good. Yeah, they are. Greg will be um, pleased. Is, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. Um, yeah, Saturday night football as well, yeah. which is interesting. 
Uh, Buffalo taking out what was the number one team in football last week in the form of Steelers. Uh, Stefan Diggs putting up at 130 yards and a touchdown against one of the best pass defences. You know, Diggs with the most receptions in the league now with 100. Uh, now the, the Bills now have the third best pass offence. You know, Josh Allen struggled a bit with, with 238 yards, you know, compared to his, um, you know, his other his other numbers. But, you know, it was good enough to get the job done. Um, so, yeah, it's a good win for them. What sort of line do you fancy, mate? Um, minus six for the Bills. I, look, Denver have, have been a bit of an inconsistent team. You've probably watched more yeah. of Denver than me. It's in Denver as well, and it's quite a notoriously difficult place to play because of the altitude and stuff. But Buffalo's looking to wrap up the division over the Dolphins. So I think this could be a really big game for Buffalo, and I'd be pretty confident taking them at minus six. I just think they have more weapons. What have you got uh, Bengals versus Steelers. Um, I, I think the Steelers are in a bit of bother me. Uh, I think that their offence is, is quite flat. I think it's, it's, it's very, very one-dimensional. Um, the passing game is very, very poor and it's, it's a little bit limited by um line's quite poor. But again, the, the, for me, they're a little bit like the 49ers in that they're a little bit difficult to quantify because of, their inju- of the injuries that they've had this season. Um, some of the ages on, on, on the playing squads, you know, these are players coming to the twilight of their career now. It's, I, think it's, I think it's quite difficult mm-hmm. to make a judgment on them this season. Uh, they've, they've sort of lost, they've sort of lost the, the the grass that they had on on the AFC top seed. Um, and on, on, I, I've got a feeling that you know, I think they're going to be one and done in the playoffs. Um, you know, even if they do win the division. Wow. Um, but then again, do you think they peaked possibly, too early? Possibly, it's like we were talking about earlier. You know, put put a run together mm. in 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 you know September October, but it's no good unless you can do one sort of. December into January and, and take that into the playoffs. Um, but I do worry because as 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 they sort of uh, continue to struggle, um, players start to take less risks, and I think that's what made the Steelers so good at the start of the season. This season, that they were making very risky plays look very very easy. Um, so, so so I'm not sure um, about this game. I think we 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 both said that we've had a few where we struggled to make. We struggle to make judgments on 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 games this weekend. Um, have, have you got any thoughts on it at all? I think the spreads at minus thirteen Pittsburgh and, and my, plus thirteen. Yeah. I, I just, Cincinnati are a horrible team, and you know, I um, <laughs> it was it was definitely a mistake picking them over the Cowboys, but there was no way I could take the Cowboys last week, uh, just for. For pride reasons, really, being an Eagles fan, but yeah, the Cincinnati had done like that. Without Joe Burrow, they look a completely different team. They've really struggled scoring. The Cowboys dominated that game, and the Cowboys are terrible. So it's in Cincinnati as well, which is interesting. But I think this is, I think this could be the game where the Steelers put in a big performance and come yeah, I back. I think we we it wouldn't be a game that I'd be wanting to play on myself. But I think we're going to me. I'd probably go Pittsburgh minus thirteen, but. Um, don't really say that with too much, uh, with too with too much confidence. Really, I think yeah. I think that line is a little bit too big. But um, like you said, then Cincinnati are a horrible team, and 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 I can't really pick mm. them either to win to win by uh, to win 
to cover a 13-point handicap. So, again, it, it's it's not really a game that I'd, be, that I'd be wanting to play. I feel like I'm sitting on the fence a little bit here, but uh, it's mm. a push. But there is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of games that are really up in the air. Up in the air. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's the nature of this season and how it's gone. And it, it, there just seems to be a lot of um, games that have really flipped flips on their head yeah really um so yeah i think i think you might be right this, this might be the game where the Steelers put in another big performance reminiscent start at the, the start of the season and 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 and, and get a decent win under the belt and, and for their sake I, I i hope they do you know you want the best teams in the playoffs and i think that they are a very good team but they've just in that last week in the last few weeks i think they've lost it a little bit and um and their offense has gone a little bit and, and good old benjamin you know his arm strength looks looks you know really really poor at the minute, um significantly diminished is 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 a is a phrase that I'd seen this morning when I was reading up about this game, um, mm. but you know if there's anyone on the on on you know on the NFL roster in general, um it, it, it's him who can who can you know come back and put in a big performance to to sort of uh, sort of shut people like me up. Yeah, I think one the. Uh, big sort of advantages that, that um, Big Ben sort of utilised this season is is how quickly he offloads the ball. You know, he doesn't hold on to it, p- perhaps because he can't, you know, he can't run. Big Ben, I, I like that nickname. Uh, we'll call him Big Ben from now on. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen him yeah, try and run? Yeah, uh, um, abnormal. Yeah, it's a cycle, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd go with that. Uh, Chicago in Minnesota. Chicago, a team that we absolutely slated last week, uh, came back and dominated uh, Houston, like absolute blowout against Houston. Uh, Vikings struggled to beat Tampa Bay, but that's pretty understandable. Tampa Bay are pretty good at home as well. Um, Trubisky with his best game of the year, 267 yards and three touchdowns. But this is the thing with Chicago. It depends which um, Trubisky you get. You know, it's so, uh, so... Inconsistent from week to week. The Vikings haven't really played the pass well all year. Uh, last time they played, the uh, the Bears held Dalvin Cook to just ninety six yards. However, that did leave them slightly susceptible to to Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and that sort of dynamic. Jefferson getting one hundred and twenty five yards last time against them. Uh, Cook just came off uh, arguably his best game. I wouldn't say in terms of of numbers and statistics, but when you consider the magnitude of um, his opponents, you know, Tampa Bay, who've got the best rush defence, um, you know, he, he played pretty well um, to, to put, up some, uh, put, yeah, put up some decent numbers yeah. against them. Uh, Kirk Cousins was sacked six times last week, which is slightly worrying because Minnesota have allowed quite a lot of sacks this year. And the Bears' pass rush is getting better. You know, obviously, Khalil Mack, we all know yeah. how good he is. Yeah, the elite elite pass rusher. So, looking at the lines, we have got Chicago plus three underdogs in Minnesota. Both teams are on a bit of a bit of a playoff mode hunt. I think I'd go with Minnesota minus three. To be honest, even though Chicago did did um, did smash the Texans, I think Minnesota's you know Minnesota's a, a better team than Houston. I think that they will. Dispatch Chicago. I agree. I think again, it's, it's. I was. I was sort of saying that with, you know, when I was talking about the Giants, is that it's difficult to analyze pieces of form, 
when when teams put in such mm. contrasting displays and you know the Bears have been absolutely hopeless and then last week that performance and, and that blowout yeah. it's it's well well which well which team's gonna turn up this week and um yeah you know that that again I, I I think I'd agree with you but I probably wouldn't take put people off taking taking the Bears either but no I think if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna pick pick a side I'd, I'd definitely side with you on that one but again I'll have to judge. Yeah. Uh, what have you got next? Uh, I've got Patriots v Dolphins. Um, I thought the Rams would. Yeah. In Miami. I thought Rams were dominant from start to finish against the Patriots last week. Um, calls to play Jarrett Stidham. Um, but Bill Bill Belichick sort of sticking with Cam Newton. Uh, I'm quite a fan of Cam Newton, but he struggled this season. I think. I think a lot. I think a lot yeah, of the blame too. can sort of be put onto onto their offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels. I mean. You've obviously got to respect what he's done in the game. He's, he's he's probably one of the best, but you know he's definitely back to back to sort of the drawing board over the, over the close season for for, for him and, and and Cam Newton. Um, I, I, I think they'll be all right next season. Um, I think there were calls that the Patriots were going to make this this late playoff run, but that's not quite materialised. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on 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 what side you sit. Um. Yeah. We spoke about Tour a lot. I think we spoke about him with Greg a couple of weeks ago, and then and then last week uh, with Yanni. Um, obviously, struggled with big injuries, and then and then that you know quite a few niggly ones that have, have sort of followed with that. But he showed some good stuff against the Chiefs last week. Um, Chan Bailey has been has been really good with Tour this season. I think that they've sort of been their partnership has been the opposite of what Cam Newton and, and Josh McDaniels has been. Um, I think the Dolphins were really, really good against the Chiefs. Um, I, again, I said this every single time, but I don't like praising people for losing because ultimately you've lost. But you, you when you restrict the Chiefs to very little, um, you can you can sort of take a little bit of heart in that. Mm. Um, and it was a close close game in the end. Possibly again poor game management from from Kansas City. Um, but I think I probably fancy the Dolphins quite strongly. And and uh, as far as I'm aware, you can get. Minus one and a half for for the Dolphins, um, which which I'll happily take over plus one and a half for the Patriots. Yeah, I think you know just to touch on that earlier thing you said, yeah, Cam Newton, one of the yeah. biggest personalities in the league, Absolutely. such a great guy. Um, I, I'd recommend watching that Carolina Panthers all or nothing if yeah. if you haven't seen it already. Um, but yeah, like you know how I feel about Miami. I, I like their team. I like the way that they coached. They, they seem like a pretty pretty good organisation. They, they seem like they've, they've got things back on track there. It's in Miami yeah. as well, right? I'd, I'd probably, yeah, I'd go with them. What was it, minus, minus one, one and, and a half? half. Yeah. Which I think, I think that's quite yeah, good. To I'd be happy with that's, that. That's quite a decent, decent bit of value. Yeah. Me too, yeah. Something that Yarni said as well last week was they, they, they have to protect yeah. Tua. If if Tua gets injured, then you know they're they're looking at a bit of a bad. Like spot. I was just going to call him Tua, um, which is gonna, we're not going to attempt to pronounce his second name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, the Dolphins are a good team. Yeah, I do like them. Uh, Houston in Indianapolis, Colts beating beating um, Las Vegas Raiders last week. It was sort of a. a a huge game for, for Las Vegas uh, to get their playoff hunt going, but Vegas have uh, struggled. They, they they lost last night as well against the Chargers. Um, 
but then again, you know, Texans blown out by Chicago last week, an embarrassing, pretty embarrassing display from Houston. Deshaun Watson really struggled. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts has been a really good running back this year, over 150 yards last week. Texans allowed uh, Chicago's running back Montgomery over 160 yards, which is which is slightly worrying coming into this matchup. And the Bears were also one of the worst rushing offences, which is really concerning for Houston. Philip Rivers, as we've spoke about this, has been pretty consistent this year. Um, obviously not their, you know, their future franchise quarterback, but he's 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 been good to sort of get their playoff hopes going. The Texans allow Trubisky, of all people, to throw three touchdowns and a rating of over yeah. 125. And the Colts have a top five rush defense. Uh, Deshaun Watson was sacked no. seven times last week. He didn't get injured, um, but I mean the Colts are. The Colts are a pretty good team, aren't they? They're just solid all round. Very, very dependable. Athlete. Um, we're looking at minus. Yeah, we'll look. It's in Indianapolis. We're looking at minus seven and a half. I think I'd probably go with Colts seven and a half. It's a lot considering um, the 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 game that they played um, when they played each other last a couple of weeks ago. Sean Watson did throw over three hundred and forty yards. And he did have that chance to win the game at the end, but just came up short. So it could be a bit of a revenge game for Watson and the Texans, but I feel like this this could be a game that the Colts again need to secure their you know their playoff. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think they're very very reliable this season. The Colts very dependable, and and I think they'll get the job done. Um, I suppose winning margins a little bit of a concern when it's minus seven and a half, but. But I can see, I, I, yeah, I can see doing that yeah. to be honest. Yeah, that's the only concerning thing for me. This is definitely no. one I wouldn't bet on. I'd maybe yeah. go money money line with uh, the call, but but not bet on point spread on this one. I, th- I just think seven and a half is possibly too much considering how close it was yeah. the last time they played. Um, what uh, you got for Cowboys and Forty Nineers, the good old Cowboys. What a team! Um, I think 49ers were alright last week they kept a, a, a decent Washington offence from scoring a touchdown which is which can only be a good thing uh, we touched on last week that, that the 49ers are different, difficult to summarise and make a judgement on this season because of the amount of injuries that they've had they've not really kicked on from that Super Bowl um, display last season in the way that you that you were sort of expecting them to I still maintain that they were the better side in that Super Bowl and, and they were just undone by a bit of Patrick Mahomes magic but Again, it's it's it's, it's so it's easy to criticise them, but it's it, it's probably not the right thing to do given given sort of what's what's gone on with this season off the field with them. Um, again, it's difficult to judge Dallas's win last week as well because Andy Dalton was good, but Cincinnati were really really poor offensively. Um, possibly gives Dallas a mathematical chance of a playoffs, but I still don't fancy them to be anywhere near that at the end of the season. To be honest, um, I would. Maybe fancy the fancy the Cowboys to edge it, but it wouldn't be something I'd be mortgaged deep on. So I think I'll be happy to take the plus three that you can get on the Dallas um, avoid. To me, for me, to be honest, avoid. Where 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 uh, is Dallas. this game? Sorry, in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, the Dallas Dallas are always sort of favoured yeah. when they play at home. Um. It's quite a tough place to go and, and win there. I, I just, 
you know, the, the Cowboys have got some decent weapons with um, Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper. But I think Ezekiel is one of the most overrated players. I, I'm not a fan, to be honest. Um, considering considering like how much they paid him and, and how he was supposed to be this sort of revolutionary yeah. player for them, he's not really been too great. Well, like I said, I think I can't reiterate enough just to avoid that one, I think. Um can't really trust Dallas, but it's a push it to be them plus three for me. Fair one. Uh, my last game is Jacksonville in Baltimore. I, literally, I, I don't need to say anything about this. Yes. Baltimore's going to win this game. <laughs> Jacksonville have been pretty terrible. They've been disappointing all year. Um, what, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Gardner Minshew came into the game the other week. Um, I know he was he was benched for a bit and then he came back in, but considering Baltimore's sort of playoff run and and trying to take over Cleveland, I I I'm definitely going to go with Baltimore. Yeah, this one. so there's, there's no point wasting any time talking about that one because that's just very very self-explanatory. Yeah, Baltimore minus thirteen, which is yeah. a huge line. I, I fancy him to cover it. Um, I believe I, I think so. Really. Mm. I was just going to say, I read something a couple of weeks ago that Jacksonville do tend to keep it close most games, but yeah, I think this could be a massive goal thing, considering how good the Ravens Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, this Ravens team is, is also maybe peaking at the right time. They had a bit of a blip a couple of weeks ago, but now, you know, beating Cleveland, you know, they, they yeah. might be on a bit of a run. I'll, uh, what's, I'll what's finish it off at the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tampa Bay, we're a huge win last week. Um, but, you know, they, they received some plaudits and, and right from the start, the start of the season, but, but they have hit a bit of a sticky spot, I think. Um, as, as much as as much as the Tampa, as Tampa Bay were good last week and you can look towards the usual suspects, Tom Brady, etc., uh, Dan Bailey probably has to take account for their books win more than anything and the winning margin being as big as it was because um, of, of, of the amount of penalties that he missed. Um, the consistency is starting to worry me a little bit with the books. Makes them hard to call and trust, especially in the last few weeks. Uh, but Falcons were awful against the Chargers. It was a really sloppy performance and it's hard to blame really because it's a bit of a dead, it was a bit of a dead rubber last week. No team had anything to play for, uh, but you still do expect a little bit better, a little bit more fight. Um, Falcons have some big off-field decisions to make in the close season, I think. Uh, you know, who their head coach is going to be and then your coordinators from then on. But, uh, you know, their season's finished as far as I'm concerned. I think it's quite easy to fancy the books at minus six. Mm. Um, but but again, difficult to quantify their form as late because, you know, because of the, because of the inconsistency. But, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take the books minus six, even, even though it is in Atlanta. Yeah, I I think that may be something that that is slightly maybe not concerning, but sort of just something to think about yeah. is that it is in Atlanta, and I believe Atlanta is quite a yeah. difficult place to play. Um, but yeah, Tampa Bay usually don't really have any um, issues scoring. Gronkowski's looked looked good. Obviously, that partnership with Tom Brady, we've seen it for however many years um, in New England. But yeah, Tampa Bay. I mean, could they? 
I don't know. Do you think they are a playoff contender? Uh, sorry, not playoff contender, Super Bowl um, contender. I think so. Uh, I think you've got to. I think you've got to. We, you know, without, without stating the obvious, Tom Brady uh, is in there for a start. But this sort of um, run in the last few weeks, where the sort of uh, very very patchy in games and then very very patchy overall uh, in terms of results and performances, and that's coming at the wrong time. Um, you know, reiterate again. You're putting your, you're putting together a run. Now's the time to do it. You know, um, and and they sort of need to forget mm. about the sort of the good stuff that they did in September, October, and 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 sort of and and bring it back now because this you know this is the time to do it. M- momentum is massive, absolutely massive in sport, and that should never be underestimated ever. Well, I mean, you only have to look at our oh, boys, man. Sheffield United. It's it's very hard to to break that it, that mould, is. isn't it? You know when you when you're on a run, it's so hard. You know, to, it's it's, it's to like get when, when when teams you know get promoted in English football. If 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 a team gets promoted in English football, the chances are that they start the next season well. Us, us and Norwich last season started you know as well as anyone. Mm. Uh, Leeds this season have, have come and done similar to what we did last year. Um, it, yeah, it's it's not always about quality and players and and personnel. It's just about having that. That winning feeling and that confidence, and and at the minute, I, I sense that it's not all there mm. at, at Tampa Bay, and, and they're struggling a little bit. But an important win last week, but again, um, you know, hard to look at it like it wasn't, and not, not really blame Dan Bailey for some of the misses that he. Had. I'm looking yeah. forward to this week, though. Um, big game, a lot of games uh, yeah. that are live as well on Sky, which is good. Um, but yeah, yeah cheers, cheers for mate. for joining me again. I'm sure we'll um we'll um. Get a Christmas one before one up next week. Yeah, before, before we go, before should we uh, say our best best bets of the weekend? I think I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to oh, go with Miami sure, yeah. minus one against the Patriots. Hmm. Minus one and a half. Sorry. That is a good one. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to back my boys and say Philadelphia yeah, Eagles. Full of confidence. Go birds. Mm-hmm.